0: Welcome to the Marriage Puzzle Podcast with Julie and Thomas Hobby. We are marriage coaches who help couples with pain points about money, intimacy, and communication go from being overwhelmed to being secure in their marriage.
1: If this is your first time listening to us, thanks for checking out our podcast. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Let's dive into this episode.
0: Hey, everybody. I want to ask a question. Do you control stress in your life or does stress control you?
1: Good question.
0: (laughs) We're talking about personal stress in marriage because, um, you know, personal stress is, is only related to that one person. But when you're married, what you carry really affects your spouse, whether you think so or not. And Thomas and I carry stress very differently. Um, I would say you carry it more internally and you're Mm -hmm. quiet about it when you're stressed out. You kind of retract Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and I'm opposite. When I'm stressed out, you know it and I'm more external in that Um, and there's no right or wrong approach to an internal or external um, response to stress, but we're here to tell you from personal experience that it, it, it both both approaches affect the other person, you Mm -hmm. know, it has affected our relationship and our marriage and we've had to work through things. And so hopefully in this episode, episode 43, we can talk through personal stress, what it is, um, how it affects you personally, how it can affect your marriage. And of course tips to um, improve that so your marriage can thrive.
1: Yeah. One of the things that we had a really cool opportunity to do was Take the assessment that we give to all the couples that we coach. We took it ourselves, and in the assessment, it talks about the, uh, it gives us a personal stress profile. It lists out some of the things that stress us out individually. Um, and it lists them under categories of very often, often, sometimes things like that. And so we got the opportunity to see that ourselves mm-hmm. before we, you know, coached anybody else. And so, uh, that was, that was really cool. And, you know, we just wanted to share some I was of
0: say what stresses you out, Thomas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted to share some of our personal results. So on Julie's list, no, I'm just kidding. I'll let you read your own. Um, some of the things that stress me out, um, are lack of time for family, lack of time for friends, lack of time for myself. It seems like there's a theme here.
0: Just time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Not enough time stresses you out.
1: And also time-related, too much to do around the home. And so just not having enough time to do everything is one of my big top stressors. Um, And, you know, there's probably other things as well, but that was just a central focal point when we took this assessment.
0: Yeah, what was interesting on mine is um I don't think I could have articulated what stresses me out um until it lists stuff that I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's what it is." <laughs> um so mine more is more on like um my job, honestly, <laughs> not this job, right? <laughs> but just job security um in general and um income and and that kind of those motivators um which can be positive sometimes but in an unhealthy manner i scored pretty high that those are on my personal stress profile um and so we're very different in what stresses us out and and like i said earlier in how we handle them but that's what i love about this assessment cuz it can examine each individual personal stress levels and it's like over the last year so it's really relevant and um And then we can help kind of navigate those things (laughs) we've had to in our own relationship as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you have a very high level of personal stress, it can create demands on your time and energy um, and it can start to feel draining on you. It can suck your time away. It can suck your energy away. um, And the stress may also contribute to problems with physical Health, um, relational health in your marriage, emotional health. Um, In fact, you know, we wanted to do a little research on this going into the podcast to determine some of the effects that it can have. And we found some information from the Mayo Clinic that talks about some of the common effects that stress can have on your body, on your mood, and on your behavior. So we're just going to rattle these off real quick. Um, On your body, uh, some of the common effects stress can have are uh, it can cause headaches muscle tension or pain, chest pain, fatigue, change in sex drive, which is going to then lead to relational issues in your marriage. Uh, That's an ad lib from me um, that doesn't say that uh, on here. But if your sex drive is lower, it's going to naturally create some additional tension in your marriage, Uh, upset stomach and sleep problems.
0: Yeah. And then on your mood, because I've personally experienced anxiety. I think that's uh, huge when you're stressed. So restlessness, um, lack of motivation or, or focus. Um, which is really interesting. I think when I have the most to do, I should be focused. And that's when I'm just like, I'm not motivated to do anything. Mm -hmm. And you kind of swing the other, um, the opposite way when you're stressed. Um, but you still feel overwhelmed. And so then you're irritable or angry and sad and depressed. And that's why stress can affect these are affecting your mood but it'll affect your spouse because of your yeah
1: if if these things are happening to you it's just going to drag them down because they're there to you know help you and support you as much as possible but you know they can they can only carry so much too so and they have their own stuff going on so we're talking about personal stress we're not talking about stress on the relationship necessarily um, but each individual's personal stress and how that affects each other Um, some of the effects that stress can have on your behavior overeating or undereating, um, having angry outbursts, drug or alcohol misuse, tobacco use, social withdrawal, uh, or exercising less often. Um, So uh, those are some of the effects that stress can have, some of the physical and mental and emotional effects that stress can have um, in our lives. Um, But some stress is self-inflicted, right?
0: Yes, I've I've learned that. Um I think a lot of times because of my high stress comes from work and it was listed that we can then often blame someone else for the stress that we have. Like it's my boss who's stressing me out or this project is stressing me out. And and sometimes that is valid. Um and sometimes If your boss
1: is listening to this right now, it's, not. it's probably not happening right now.
0: <laughs> like <laughs>
1: sorry i messed you up but i just just wanted to make sure i was saying
0: if it's a project (laughs) at work then it could be seasonal stress yeah and that probably is causing that that could be the reason for the stress yeah um your boss could be putting pressure on you Mm -hmm. um but a lot of the times this has been very eye-opening within the last year to change my anxiety and stress around was to realize like you said some stress is self inflicted. And if you can learn to remove self inflicted stress, you'll reduce your personal stress, which will then improve your marriage right. <laughs> overall.
1: Well, I just want to add something onto that real quick. I mean, with I, I love what you're saying about some of the stress is self inflicted, but can be outside influenced. I think that's a good way to say what you were trying to say about, you know, your boss putting pressure. That can be an outside influence, but you're the one who can you can control some of how much that affects you and you you're going to talk about some of the the ways some of the self-inflicted stress yeah
0: five five things that could be um self-inflicted stress the first one is unnecessary emotional stress so how much do you just worry about things that you can't even control right and so i would say even fear is self-inflicted stress mm-hmm. and that was with the you know, inadequate income and things. If, if you've listened to our podcast and you know our, hopefully, you know, our financial story from hitting rock bottom to becoming, com, you know, completely debt free and and just the, the stress of that. But it can still creep back of um, just worrying about going back there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's just out of your control and that self-inflicted, unnecessary emotional stress that then you're carrying Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and another one is undisciplined time management stress um i am often a procrastinator (laughs) and i i personally i feel like i tend to work better when i'm kind of down to the wire uh that's probably just because that's what i do most frequently i don't i don't often plan enough in advance (laughs) between pressure
0: and stress (laughs) like sometimes the pressure can be good a good motivator Mm -hmm. but if you keep procrastinating and you don't hit the deadline or whatever, then that's just yeah, that's you know self-inflicted if stress. If you do that, it to
1: yourself over and over yeah. again, it becomes self-inflicted it's because it's something you can control and change. You know, if if I'm often a procrastinator, I could get organized, I could remove distractions, and I could get things done earlier or on uh, on time and not have to wait until the last
0: minute. The third one, self-inflicted, would be unrealistic expectations which causes stress. So, um if you lower your expectations, you could lower your stress level. But this is a huge tip in marriage because I think um we can look to other couples and try to make perfection the standard and that's just not possible. So, um you know, just kind of reality check on there to to not have unrealistic expectations. In whatever category it is, um, but especially in your marriage, um, that could just cause stress. Yeah,
1: perfection can't be the standard. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. something that you have to realize and eliminate out of your thought process um, that perfection just can't be attained. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, especially in your marriage, especially when you're working with humans.
0: You can't be perfect. Your spouse can't be perfect. Your boss can't be perfect. That's like, like whatever category... Um, the kids are raising are not going to be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I think, yeah, we just have these unrealistic expectations because of the world we live in now and the media influence. And, um, if we just lowered those uh, or just changed them to realistic expectations, then your stress would be reduced. Mm-hmm. Number four is underdeveloped maturity stress. So, Um, that's something I think that's affecting a lot in our world today as well. Um, people have like identity issues. We don't work through those, uh, work to discover a sense of purpose and direction for your own life first, and then also in your marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, those are just things that, you know, just work part of growing up (laughs) and you never arrive, but I think just kind of Some of those things, we just kind of get lost in what am I made to do? Who am I? Um, Those things can affect you personally and in turn affect your marriage. But again, they're still self-inflicted.
1: Yeah. And number five, uh, useful relationship. Sorry. (laughs) useful
0: that would be opposite of useful. <laughs> these are negative <laughs>
1: redo number five unhelpful relationship stress um, so something you can do with this is to um, confront any and all ongoing relational conflict so that you can be at peace um, if it's outside of your marriage that the relational conflict is happening you might need to create and stick to boundaries so if you have that family member or friend that's just Causing you that causing you additional unnecessary stress, uh, relational stress um, that's then leaking into your marriage. You're going to have to put up a boundary mm-hmm. and prevent that from getting in. Um, if there is that relational stress in your marriage, that's an area where you might need to get help. Um, you might not be able to do that one totally on your own.
0: I think this is huge because of um, extended family members, um, which we have previous episodes on and, and things like that, but the unhelpful relationship stress um if you don't mind this is in our notes so not prepared but just recently Thomas you've done that with a friend of yours of like kind of creating those boundaries that it was um an unhelpful relationship right and um when you put up those boundaries i've seen a change in you kind of just like living life lighter and freer um because sometimes you do have to say no to to someone. And it allowed you to say yes to then me or mm-hmm. our family. And I've just seen um, just that stress come off of you. Well, and
1: and most likely we all have a handful of relationships um, either by way of our own or by marriage. You know, some of your your family members that you married into, things like that, that can cause that relational stress and you you do have to at some point just set the boundary and say look this is just not healthy for me or my family and it, it's it's not going to work um it doesn't mean you love that friend or family member any less you just have to choose to prioritize what is most important to you in life and if having that outside influence or maybe it's um drama that gets brought in maybe it's you know gossip or something that you always get sucked into or something like that uh, it it could be a number of factors but if those things are happening you know you're the one the, the part that you can control you can control what that other person does with their life or how they run things but what you can control is how much you allow that person into yours and so or that that relationship to continue
0: yeah i think that's what the difference is is what i said about your boss like you could You can blame them. My boss is stressing me out. This friend, this family member, they're they're the cause of the stress in my life. Instead of looking, you know, instead of pointing at them, point the finger at yourself and look, what self-inflicted stress am I allowing um, with this, you know, unhelpful relationship and what changes or boundaries can I create that'll make me a healthier person and in turn, our our marriage as well.
1: Yeah, so um, we want to always try and leave you with as much practical advice and things that can help you going out of this podcast to do something in the real world, in your relationship, in your marriage, to help you uh, help things get better. Um, and so, so we've got a handful of things here that tips that can help manage your stress that we think can help manage your stress. And so, um, number one, uh, Surprise, surprise here. Uh, I'll give you guys a second to guess what you think it will be. <laughs> Cue that Jeopardy theme. Um, but uh, communicate to your spouse what, what you're stressed Talk out about. about,
0: about, about. It. Talk about it.
1: Um, communicate what you're stressed out about. Uh, they're there to help you bear many of the burdens that you're going through. They can't bear all of them. Like you said, uh, you know, if you have a project going on at your work, they can't go to your work and do your project for you in most scenarios, um, but they can help you at home, try to manage that. And if that's something that's stressing you out and you've got to put in some extra time to work on this product, if you talk to them about it and you say, Hey, do you think you could, you know, cook dinner tonight? So I don't have to do that. So I can spend that extra 30 minutes doing this. Or could you take the kids out for a walk? So I can just have a few more minutes of quiet to try and finish this. Things like that, your spouse would be happy. They can't read your mind and, and know what's stressing you out, but they would most likely be happy to do anything that they can to help you that's within their power.
0: I want to expand on this one before we continue because we have eight here and we will rapid fire the the rest of them probably. But But yes, we say talk about it like on every episode. That's our tip. But communication is so important to us and that's why i want to expand here because we say communicate it but earlier at the top of the episode i said you and i thomas and i uh we internalize or externalize stress differently Mm -hmm. and so if i can just speak to you you kind of like internalize it and bottle it up Mm -hmm. and that's where you've had to learn to communicate and open up um to express how you feel Mm -hmm. because i'm like i don't i know you're off but i don't know why i don't know what's wrong where i you can see it and you can hear it i've had to learn how to communicate well Mm -hmm. clearly calmly to express how i'm feeling without attacking thomas and making it like his fault that he's the victim Mm -hmm. when i'm just talking about some other external stressor so yeah. that's why i'm saying communicate is key because we're not just like talk about it in your own personality and it'll it'll be you know like th- these tips that marriage puzzle is giving are not working <laughs> you know <laughs> but you have to either you know depending on your personality learn to open up and speak up or learn to calmly and clearly without attacking communicate.
1: Yeah. In either one of those scenarios, your spouse can't read your mind and what's going on. And in both of those scenarios you talked about with each of us, one of the things that you didn't say was we are clearly telling our spouse what is going on in our lives, uh, that, uh, I'm just doing it quietly and you're doing it loudly for <laughs> lack of better words. Yeah, Like you, you didn't say that either one of us was clear, like communicating that. Both of us are showing the stress in certain ways. We both know what's going, that something weird is going on with the other person, but your spouse can't read your mind in either of those scenarios. Just because I'm being more reserved about it and bottling it up doesn't mean you can read my mind any better than if if it's you're wearing your emotions on your sleeve, I can read your mind about what exactly is going on. So you have to be clear uh, with your spouse. They can't read your mind. So be clear when telling them... Um, what is going on in your life and make sure that you're clear to let them know, hey, I'd really like your help fixing this issue or I just need to express what's going on and have you listen. Be clear about that, whether you need them to fix it or listen so that they don't try to do the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, because they don't want to get in trouble for trying to help you think through and brainstorm and fix a problem if you just wanted them to listen and hear you out so you could vent. So uh, make sure you're clear about that.
0: I think that leads into number two of um, when you're communicating it, your spouse can then help you reduce triggers of stress. So these are, you know, self-inflicted and externally inflicted. We all have triggers that set us off. So you can be calm and then all of a sudden get stressed. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the more you communicate it in that safe marriage space, Mm -hmm. um, then, you know, sometimes... You need someone to then help point out what those triggers are, mm-hmm. and then you can begin to to reduce those triggers that set you off to be stressful. Be like, hey, don't worry about something that you can't control.
1: Right. Well, and you know, we talked about unhealthy relationship. Uh, sorry, unhelpful relationships. I'm struggling with that word. <laughs> uh, uh, unhelpful relationship stress. And you know, if we kind of circle that back into what you were talking about uh, with regarding work, if you're if you're stressed about something that's going on at work. One of the triggers may be uh, getting messages from work on your off time. Like when you come home and you're clocked out at the end of the night um, and you're trying to have dinner with your family or or spend time with your spouse and you keep getting messages about work, that's going to keep stressing you out. Your boss isn't even in the room. Your boss is probably sending you those messages and they're going on with their night just fine and spending time with their family and spouse but now it's affecting you. So you can put some boundaries in place, even with that to say, okay, you know what, I'm going to turn off my work notifications when possible. Of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're, um, you know, like a a healthcare worker or something where you're on call, you may not be able to do that. And that's Mm -hmm. just kind of a a life rhythm that you've chosen and that's totally okay. But for other possibilities, if you can reduce that stress by just saying, you know what, I'm gonna turn work off literally from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. every night. I mean, just just think about how much those few hours of direct attention to your family and not getting dragged back into work mode mm-hmm. are gonna change your your uh, the stress and the, the effects of stress on your body. That's
0: good interchange, you know, triggers to to boundaries and mm-hmm. and setting your priorities straight. Yeah,
1: yeah. Number three, um, exercise regularly and this can include having sex. Um, now, uh, I mean, maybe, maybe your sex life is a workout and that's totally fine. I mean, if, if you're, if you're burning that many calories, more power to you. Um, but you know, know that those, it's kind of tongue in cheek. Those two things are, are a little bit different. Um, but you know, sex can help reduce stress. However, if you're coming home from a stressful day at work, you can't just go straight into the bedroom and have sex. Um, That's really probably physically going to be difficult to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So you need to make sure you set the mood. You come home from work. If you've had a stressful day, sex can be a great stress reliever to kind of really shake those emotions off, but you need to kind of give yourself that transition time out of work, find something to do to, you know, get into home mode um, then set the mood with your spouse at some point uh, have have dessert together do something relaxing you know massage something like that to kind of change over into that mood then sex can ultimately help be a stress reliever but exercise regularly as well
0: Mm -hmm. number four say no (laughs) say no to either people (laughs) the Mm -hmm. boundaries or um, to things. Um, uh, we've seen a lot of people um who are stressed then kinda get into bad habits they to a stress reliever might be shopping and spending money. And then then they're more stressed out because of their lack of income and, and things like that. And it's just this vicious vicious cycle. So sometimes you need to learn to say no to someone mm-hmm. or something. And sometimes you need to learn to say no to yourself so that you're not ultimately stressed.
1: Yeah. And I also want to add, we've also seen people who um, don't say no to doing things with other people. And so they max out their calendars Mm -hmm. and they're doing something every night with someone else besides being at home with their family. And that can be just as much of a stressor having to go somewhere every night and kind of be on stage or perform, you know, after you've uh, already had that stress at work, and you know, or if, if if you're a stay-at-home parent, you've already had that stress all day long with your kids. You know what, what we're talking about, um, and then you have to go somewhere and turn that personality back on again when you really just want to relax. So say no to some events and build some time into your schedule for you to say no. Block some times off if if an event happens. No, sorry, we're not going to go. That's our family night. I mean. We have family night once a week where and and it's very rare that we shut that down and go do something else. I Mm -hmm. mean, certain things it it has to move around, but not often.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's then uh, if you're a people pleaser, that's when you need to learn to say no. Mm Um, but then depending on your personality, we'd say one of the tips, number five is to spend time with family and friends. Right. So if it's lacking it's in balancing your life, act. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where Thomas was saying we, we do prioritize. It's usually Saturday nights for us as family night, but if something came up on the calendar for a Saturday, we always then move family night to either Friday night or mm-hmm. Sunday night. It's always the same weekend that we um, have that we have that for dates as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what What's your marriage night? What's your family night? And then what can you have the me time or the friend time and things like that to to help reduce stress?
1: Yeah. Number six is laugh. <laughs> Keep a sense of humor. Oh, man, what? That was perfect timing that you like actually laughing. laughed. I, I, I didn't... We did not have, have that planned where she, like, fake laughed. She actually try, just... Trying really
0: not did. to be stressed, but I'm laughing because this is actually comes really hard for me. So it yeah. sounds like, huh, just laugh. Laugh it off. Um, This is hard when you're not naturally... uh I don't know if I'm not naturally joyful or whatever.
1: <laughs> i I don't know, maybe, maybe you aren't joyful. I don't know. When I'm
0: stressed, when I am stressed, I'm working on it, but when I am uber stressed, it's hard to make me laugh. Even watching a funny, uh, like a comedian, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is stupid. This is not funny. (laughs) I'm just in a like bad mood. And so I've had to learn how to laugh outside of being stressed so that I can lighten up more and, in life yeah. and and just not be stressed but it's funny because it comes are... naturally to thomas and not to me oh
1: <laughs> the, we are totally different in this regard there are literal times where we're just watching a show and she actually laughs and i pause the show and literally say to her you just laughed
0: i think at you that. fall in love with me more when i do that.
1: absolutely yeah it's <laughs> like, it's what?
0: you just laughed out loud but it's... then in turn i get annoyed when you're watching a show alone and I may be in the other room and you're just laughing out loud. I'm like, how can you just laugh out loud? Nobody's there to laugh with. I don't understand. I,
1: I am kind of a problem <laughs> when it comes to comedy shows and things like that. I've had people turn around and look at me because I'm laughing so hysterically. Yeah, at a live uh, show. Like, yeah, at a live show. Things That's like probably
0: that. why I'm so embarrassed. But yeah, yeah. I've, I've, like I said, been really working on this. Uh, specifically in the last year and I'm having a lot more fun just laughing, um, and enjoying life. But, um, if it's, if it's hard for you, I want to hear from you because I feel so alone in this personality where I can laugh now, but when I'm stressed, something, things are just not funny to me at all. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, Number seven, make sure you set aside time for hobbies, that, that me time that you need to just kind of do something on your own, or maybe it's a hobby with your spouse, um, that, you know, you like to do together. That's okay as well. Just make sure you set aside time to do that.
0: And then last but not least, write out what is stressing you out. So you can, let's first ones talk about it, but Um, but you know, you might need to, to write it down and then cross it off. (laughs) What can you eliminate? Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, everything you do, you can, you can reprioritize, um, or if you're overwhelmed, uh, like I said, if, if it's more from that, um,
1: like your to-do list is too long.
0: Yeah. Like my to-do list is never going to end. And so a practice I've learned is to write it down. I always say if it's on the list, I will get to it. Mm -hmm. Um, eventually but then each day I pick my top 3. Mm-hmm. And that's a practice you you do as well and that's been life changing um because then if the day doesn't go as planned or you know it's still uh, stressful at least I know I accomplished these three things and these were the big three things that I needed to um move along and outside of a work context that could be in your home mm-hmm. <laughs> what uh or for your children or whatever and you can still feel accomplished and less overwhelmed, and less stressed if you just write it down, identify it, and then check it off. (laughs) I to check it off.
1: I want to circle back to something really quickly, though, about not striving for perfection because we could even get caught up in striving for perfection in your top three. You write down three things that you need to get done and strive for perfection. Perfection is getting all three things done, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, If you only get two done, don't beat yourself up over that. Think of it this way that... That third thing, that's just your number one for tomorrow. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, there could be some things that, you know, obviously scenarios that may require you, you know, to to feel that way. But I think that if you write your top three, just know that those are more goals. They're not demands. They're not necessarily requirements. Um, You have to, you can only fit so much, so many things in before you, then are stressed that you're not spending time with your family or that you're not getting home to your spouse, you know, and, and where's the balance, right? Do you want to, you know, live your life being stressed and chained to your work or your to-do list or, or something like that? Um, I would imagine probably not. And so doing those top three, I love that exercise. It's great. It's really been beneficial for me. But just remember, give yourself still that room to not have time for one. And you know, you are just setting your goals for the day. So,
0: yeah, thanks again for hanging out with us um, this week as we talk about personal stress um, for you and in your marriage. We're going to be posting some um, quotes and uh, more helpful tips along with for personal stress on our social media um facebook and instagram this week so follow along with us at marriage puzzle or you can check out our website marriagepuzzle.com for information on marriage coaching and um, books we recommend and things like that and as always we look forward to joining us next week where together we'll work on marriage one puzzle piece at a time see you later
1: have a great week